0: Hi. <laughs> right. right. You are now listening to
1: B-movie and Beyond. It's exciting, huh? Virtual Babysitting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh yeah welcome in to episode 327 of b movies and beyonds the babysitting episode it is the babysitting episode peter good to see you good to see you too ellie
1: i like your first episode Say hi. Hi.
0: So, I nope. I guess she's a little bit shy, but uh, I wish there was a virtual babysitter. Like, like where you she... put him in virtual reality? Oops, will start it over. Nope. Do it again. Ellie, yeah. you,
1: got, you can't press all the buttons.
0: <laughs> yeah, blame it on the baby. <laughs> this is her second appearance on the show. This is her Actually. second appearance. Yeah, I thought, though... Um, Jeez, and there's Dolly too. Dolly Dolly wants to say hi. Told you it's gonna be a shit show. Scaring the dog, Mm. cat's trying to come in. (laughs) Dolly's barking at the cat. I'm in a messy kid's room. Where I thought, oh man, uh, all the toys are here. Ellie will have a great time and not want to be on my lap the whole time. But no, I was wrong.
1: No, no, wrong. See, the thing is. She doesn't care what you're, like, what's in the room. She just cares what you're doing.
0: Yeah. 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 And now she can see herself on the computer, the camera. She really likes that. Go find out what Dolly's barking about. Oh, look at that walk right there.
1: Yeah.
0: There she is. Send the baby off to investigate the the spookiness. (laughs) (laughs) And she's off. (laughs) Oh, look. I don't know if you can see there's all these cats out there and well oh crap now she's leaving <laughs> so <laughs> i told you i warned you right before we started recording that this is i think this is comical rough.
1: this is great
0: <laughs> come on ellie back in the the room with all the the toys <laughs> come on
1: so peter is doing daddy duty yeah yeah so well um, you know People get a, a, good, a little insight on, on your real life uh, when you do podcasts. And I was thinking about that. Someone was, a good client of mine was texting me and they're like, hey, can I get a car tomorrow? Can I do this? And I was like, yeah, you can, but just um, let me take care of this first. But then I was like, and then I said, hey, I'm recording. And their response was like, what are you recording? I want to know. I'm like, well, all right then. All right. <laughs> so all good stuff. I don't mind a little baby um, every once in a while on the episode
0: of the podcast. Um, I'm sure she'll be in future episodes. I'm sure she will. When she starts talking more and more, I'm sure she will want to be on all the time. And now I got another creature. Oh. They're just, everyone's coming.
1: They want to know what you're doing, Peter.
0: Yeah. This is what happens when mom's out. And and I'm left alone, and we don't record on the normal day. <laughs> well, and also what happens when I take a
1: last-minute one ticket to go watch professional wrestling. One ticket? Does that mean you're
0: by yourself? I went by myself, Peter. Dude, how was it? I mean, your pictures looked made it look pretty amazing. It was so freaking fun. Yeah. Listen,
1: I like going to events with people. <laughs> I've done it my entire life. But I was like, I want to go by myself. Yeah. Like I can, Peter. I was able to sit in whatever seat I wanted. I um picked up and grabbed beers whenever I wanted. I checked the merch. Like I moseyed around the entire arena. I got up and peed. I I watched wrestling for till she five thirty till nine o'clock at night. Wow. (laughs) No rules for Ryan. It was no rules, Ryan. (laughs) Wednesday at AEW Dynamite. And like I said, like dude, it wasn't packed. So there were just open seats all over the place. So I was like, man, I'll sit here now. Wow. Do you have, did he have like a signed seating or is it general admission? It was assigned seating. Oh, but because there wasn't that many people, you just went everywhere, huh? Nobody cared. I mean, everybody else was doing it. We were moving up in rows. Uh, We got floor seats. Um, and it was kind of tough to watch because the stage was up. So if they did anything around Uh the ring, um, you couldn't see what was going
0: on. Yeah. So you needed to be a little bit higher. Yeah.
1: So I, I, randomly like hung out in the handicap area area and i was just like (laughs) sitting with all the people in wheelchairs just on the railing they have the best view nice (laughs) and they welcomed you (laughs) Mm -hmm. nice they did yeah everybody was like everybody was very nice and everybody had a good time we saw a local friend of ours um by this by the time this comes out, it'll air, but he's going to be on Friday Night Rampage on AEW. Nice. Um, his name is Caleb Crush. His real name is Josh Sippel. Um, <laughs> just kind of outing him there. So. Oh, way uh, to
0: go. Way to get rid I mean, let out his secret identity.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I mean, like, it, in the wrestling world, if they have fake names, people know their real names. Like, you know. Uh, the Rock, his name, people know his real name. It's not
0: The Rock. Hmm? Nope. What? I can't what? do the people's eyebrow. I could do it. I mean, I still think, I mean, he still, I mean, that's why everyone still refers to him, as The Rock. It is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Like, do you remember when he tried to go to just Dwayne Johnson? Like, that didn't work out very well, right? No, not at all. It yeah, was kind of like... Cool.
1: I don't know who you are and why do you look like the rock.
0: Yeah. Do you remember when we had special identities for each episode? Yeah, that was fun. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was the theme <laughs> one. Jeez.
0: Uh, that's good. Oh <laughs> no, she What's wants that? a special identity. Is a special identity? I think she's also upset that uh Dolly's claws are sharp. I right? would be upset that Dolly's
1: claws are sharp too. Churro was just upset that I closed the door on him and he nudged the door open. <laughs> that's how, yeah. You know how these animals roll. <laughs> they, they don't want to pay attention to you all day long, but the moment you're doing something, they're like, what are you
0: doing? That's right. It's just, just, like, babies. just yeah. like babies, just like babies. I literally, I, she was whining cause she wanted her bottle, her water. And when I handed it to her, she said, no. And I put it down and that's when she wanted it, but she had to get it herself. <laughs>
1: Um, Miss Independent
0: Yeah, babies (laughs) So I wish they could talk more Because it's frustrating When they just When they just make random noises Yep, scream in your face And you don't know what they want It's a lot of fun
1: Aren't you glad as humans we evolved from that? Because could you imagine if we just Randomly screamed at each other's faces To get things done I mean, still occasionally we still
0: Rah! do that, you know, when <laughs> we're upset. Yeah. Ah. I mean, if I was the Broncos head coach, I'd be doing some screaming. Oh, we don't talk about the Denver Broncos. Oh, yeah. podcast. yeah. Okay. Week three didn't happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, and also, yeah, you're right. This is wrong podcast. Dude, I,
1: I'm not going to lie. Like week three in the NFL seemed like a fever dream. Like one of the Raiders players, uh, Chandler Jones is – in a mental hospital um taylor swift is boosting up travis kelsey sales and just saying those two names together just really make me cringe taylor swift and travis kelsey and then the broncos let 70 points let the miami dolphins just hang 70 points on them crazy weekend You know, it, it, what it was good about it is usually when the Broncos win, like I'm involved in football because they're my team. I don't care about I, I'm a fanboy. Yeah, um, I don't give a shit any other time. So if the Broncos lose, I have all this free time to do stuff like watch movies, uh, watch more wrestling, um, you know, go outside like the Broncos game. I literally went outside and I just went for a walk. Dude, so nice. Was, I,
0: that's kind of what I did, too. We went to Oktoberfest Oh, I missed you guys on that day. How was it? It was good. It was a lot of fun. Um, Danielle, she for a brief 10 minutes, she was the on the leaderboard for the women's championship for holding out Stein. So that was pretty cool. And then. Uh, she like, should put but, that on her resume. Yes, yeah, she should. She should. <laughs> and then, like, you know, the next time the women's went up, someone beat her record. So, <laughs> you know. Easy
1: come, easy go. Oh. Easy come, easy go. Hey, look, there I am. Sorry, I'm watching a repeat of last night because I'm um, a little tipsy. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, no rules, Ryan. I was like, I, no rules for Ryan night. <laughs> hey, dude, when you could just walk up to the concession stand and there's no lines, and like I'm like, another Coors, please, and they just get a tall boy and pour it into a cup. Like... Getting a tall boy and, and moving it to a cup certainly feels like no rules. It's true. It's yeah. very true. So, um, I just don't know why they didn't tap a keg. That didn't make sense to me. Where was it? First Bank Center.
0: Oh, which, probably because they're getting
1: rid of that place. Which is weird. That's a cool spot.
0: Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. But whatever. But There's a lot condos. of things you could do
1: there. Oh, condos. Yeah, we don't need more condos, but we don't where are all these people
0: from California supposed to stay California. Oh, (laughs) I'm from California. No, you're not. Yeah, no.
1: Okay, doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't count. It was before that big boom.
0: Where out in California are you from? Southern? San Diego, San Diego, not that Southern, (laughs) like L.A. area, (laughs) Disneyland, Disneyland area.
1: Oh, Orange County. Yeah. So, you know, thrice. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Grew up together. (laughs) That's cool. (laughs) Nice. I didn't know you were that famous, Peter. Your wife has a record for holding
0: Steins and, you know, thrice. Yeah. She grew up in California, Southern California, too. Really close by, and she grew up with Thrice as well. I'm going to put it out there. <laughs> That's crazy. I know.
1: That is nuts. Small I, world.
0: I lived in uh,
1: Denver my entire life, so I grew up with, with John Elway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Best friends. Best friends. And Nathaniel Rat- Ratcliffe.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Just
0: joking. Hi, Ellie. This makes lots of faces now.
1: Ellie, we are doing a movie podcast, and we haven't talked about Anything movie-related
0: since that's, we've started recording. That's how it starts off. I mean, if you're ready to get into, like, the first helping, we can do it. You ready? My first helping.
1: <gasps> what? How? Why? I have so many questions! I look at Dolly in the background. She's like, what? What's going on? I'm puking to puke in this thing. Oh, it's
0: not puke. She's probably going to take a shit. Let's Give me a warning if she starts shitting back there, okay?
1: <laughs> She's very we're gonna, sneaky. We're going to get it on camera. That's going to be the best thing in the world. Yeah. She's digging. Look at her. All right, Peter, I threw this last this question last minute for you. Um, it's kind of a toughie. Um, I got this from the subreddit, um, our movies. And the question is, what are two seemingly different movies that are basically the same movie? Dude, like
0: every movie. <laughs> okay. I mean, we were literally just, well, last week I kind of compared Mimic and uh, The Relic. Those are yep. pretty similar. Uh, the studios do this all the time, man. And, and then on top of that, there's, there's the ones that are like really, really similar that even get released the same year, like Relic and Mimic. But then you have the other side where like these writers and studios are just not getting any new ideas and everything's just kind of repeating itself. So I feel like a lot of things seem pretty much similar, but also
1: different. So um, the example used on here uh, is A Nightmare Before Christmas and Wreck-It Ralph. Both are animated movies about someone who is tired of their situation in life and travels to a different world to try to do something different. In both films, the hero's actions cause horrible chaos in which the hero must then fix then they go right back to their old position with a new fan
0: appreciation. Yep. I bet we can find even more uh similar to that too. This
1: example stood out to me was Doc Hollywood with Michael J. Fox and cars. And cars. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: Um, I haven't seen Doc Hollywood. Have you? Um, I don't think I have, but He's the young doctor, and I, I take it that he has to kind of go off and uh, learn from an older doctor. <laughs> I
1: don't know. It's totally the same premise. The young doctor is on his way across the country to a job interview and crashes his car in a small town and is sentenced to work for several days at the town hospital. Oh, that's, oh yeah. That's kind of cars, right? Yeah, it's pretty much exactly like cars. In the first response, I love Reddit. Um, It was a, well, it's no coincidence that Hudson is named Doc. (laughs) Yeah, Disney knows that they stole from them. And plus, it has some boobs. Is
0: there boobs in cars? (laughs) (laughs) Is there boobs in cars? I mean, they're
1: They're just out there.
0: Yeah, there kind of is like an implied, like, kind of a sex scene between a. Lightning Queen and um, what was the Porsche? The Porsche was Sally. Sally. Sally, yeah. You so. know
1: Sally. Um, they made an actual model of Sally in a newer generation Porsche, like a special edition.
0: Oh yeah, like a real one. Is mm-hmm. that what you said like a real ass Sally Porsche. Makes sense. Oh jeez.
1: Oh, here's a good one. Oh. Uh, we've always compared oh, these two. Was uh, Dread and The Raid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tower Absolutely. movie. Yep. Dante's Peak and Volcano. So that goes right along with what you were saying is there was like the same movie coming out, same premise, but just slightly different. Mimic, yeah. Relic, um, you know, <laughs> Jurassic Park, Congo, um, Anaconda. Uh-huh.
0: Like yes, exactly.
1: Right.
0: Well, Ryan, do you, have you watched some trailers?
1: I'm going to watch some trailers right now. <laughs> Here are some exciting coming attractions from. <laughs> <movies and beyond. laughs> yeah. Am I going to watch trailers now? No, I'm going to describe the trailers I watched like 10 minutes ago.
0: Good. I mean, they're fresh in your memory. Argyle.
1: Dude, Matthew Vaughn, why does he not just do James Bond?
0: Oh, I agree. But speaking of same plot devices, I mean Argyle is fucking uh romancing the stone, or even that new one that they kind of did with uh um uh with uh, uh Sandy B. Oh yeah. The Last City like where like you take an author that writes like these types of movies and they get caught up in some um you know action adventure so I, which when I was watching this trailer and when it first started off and you got um whoever that chick is and you got uh Superman himself mm-hmm I was like, oh, man, this looks cool. This looks like a fun, like, spin on a spy thriller and everything. Um, And, and then it quickly turns into, like, oh, no, she's just writing it. I'm like, oh, really? Like, it's been done, right? It's been done. And it, it seems like there's going to be a lot of, like, kind of, like, back and forth between like the real world events and like her story and everything. And, and, uh, I kind of wish I just saw the spy thriller. I just want to see Henry Cavill. That's all I want to see.
1: Yeah. See, I agree with you. Cause I do want to like one of my favorite movies with him was, um, the man from uncle. Mm-hmm. I think he's yeah. a great spy, dude. Yes, Even in mission impossible six, he was a great villain for a spy, you know? yeah um i agree i think he should just kind of have a spiral spy roll not spiral <laughs> spiral into a spy roll <laughs> uh but I, however dude i think matthew vaughn would do a great job at, at this movie um he's the director of kingsman he's the director of um x-men first class uh dude he's good at these uh, collaboration, these group like, uh, like you know how there's people who can handle like multiple personalities all at once, like the X-Men, the X-Men is multiple personalities Yeah, um, Matthew Vaughn is really good at making them work together on screen and be a team and dude, this movie has Sam Rockwell as like the real spy um, Sam Jackson you have Brian Cranston, you have John Cena, uh, you have Dua Lipa, um, Catherine O'Hara rob delaney uh what's her name Sophia botia and bryce Dallas howard and then superman himself so this has a great cast it's a mix of you know um kingsman and and um Promances. the man from uncle basically
0: yeah that yeah that kind of style yeah absolutely i'm in <laughs> Ellie, what do you think um, well she's whining about it I think she's agreeing with dad <laughs> Just separate the movies Just make two
1: movies Make one a sequel and a prequel Like, yeah. You know what would be kind of cool Is if you watch this entire spy movie And then dude cliffhanger ending And then at the end it says Oh by the way this was a book Written dude. by this um, author And it was a good book You're <laughs> on so the you lookout for a sequel Next year <laughs>
0: yes absolutely that's what matthew Vaughn should do and i you know maybe he'll surprise us i don't know oh that would Uh, be so awesome yeah that would be awesome like fulfilled prophecy i I like that idea and you get two movies out of it right
1: yeah nothing better than that exactly especially since you know we got um news on the writer's strike later on um okay next up obliterated I didn't get the concept of this. Was that not
0: Brad Pitt? I don't know. There was no Brad Pitt. <laughs> that dude looks like Brad Pitt. Yeah, but I think these are all like the, I don't know, Z-list celebrities. I don't think I recognize any of them. Uh, but the whole premise is that they're supposed to, well, they're supposed to like stop a bomb from going off in Las Vegas. They think they do it. So they go out and party because they're in Las Vegas and get obliterated, right? They're getting you know drunk, doing all kinds of drugs. And then they get a call saying that was a decoy and the real bomb's still out there. So they're trying to finish their mission while they're they're drunk and and high and whatever else. Um like I like the idea of this, but from the trailer, I didn't really get like. Like, they were drunk or anything. Like, they all seemed pretty, you know, fine. Like, they were trying to, like, show that, but they didn't do a good job. Didn't we talk about this? Like,
1: it, it's hard to watch an actor be fake drunk on screen.
0: Um, I don't know if we have yet. Like, I mean, I feel like some people do it really well. Like Nick Cage? Yeah.
1: But he doesn't drink when he's... That we know of. Johnny Depp. I feel like that man is drunk in all his movies. Hmm. He is a wino. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I have this Brad Pitt lookalike on screen right now. If you are on our YouTube, this is Nick Zano. If you watch him in the trailer, dude, they made him look like a Brad Pitt. Um, oh, yeah. character. so I thought he was Brad Pitt. Um, then like Peter, you're right. Like, uh, Um, it's just a bunch of Z-list stars.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's how you do it. But like, you know, it's fine. It it could be a lot of fun. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I mean, it's just coming out to Netflix, so I don't have to go very far to watch this. And, uh, you know, hopefully they pull it off and it's actually better than what the trailer, you know, makes it out to be. Agreed. Ellie, what do you think? Uh, she's busy putting on jewelry. Okay. Oh,
1: well, sounds right. Hopefully she gets <laughs> in Vegas. Dolly has not taken a crap yet. That we know of. That we know just of. Out by herself doing who knows what. Is she a snake shitter? Like, she's just
0: out of a, like,
1: yeah. I'm going to go take a shit over here.
0: Later. Dude, literally there's been times where, like we're like in our bedroom and like, I've just taken her outside to go to the bathroom and we come back in because it's bedtime and I'll like be moving around. I'll turn around like after we just came in and I'll turn around there's shit on the ground. I'm just <laughs> like, literally she was just outside. She was supposed to take crap there. It's ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Ryan dogs have their own, their mind of their
1: own churro. Won't shit all day long, but the moment you take him for a walk, he, he'll like
0: shit four times. I'm like, bro, that is that is true. I, oh. There's something about a walk that where dogs just cannot help but sh- take a shit. So <laughs> I
1: understand. Um, in relation, this movie is called Satanic Hispanics. Oh, that was
0: just for you. <laughs> yeah,
1: I like it. I, I I read that and I was like, Peter found this for me. Yeah. Um, so I like how it said all hispanic directors or actors as fuck so um seven stories all directed by um i think it's five
0: it's five. A, yeah anthology movie all by uh i think they said latinos you know which i had to like look this up Ryan by the way like like what is the difference between like hispanic and latinos and everything and, like like I found like a Venn diagram where basically like for the most part, they're the same minus yeah. like Spain and Brazil. Like one takes Spain, one takes Brazil and I don't remember which one. Uh, <laughs> and that was it. And I was like, well, man, why do you make this so complicated? What if I'm the one time I, I am going to call someone Hispanic and they're like, Oh no, I'm, I'm Brazilian. <laughs> I'm like, Shit. You know, as as, uh, uh, an official
1: Hispanic, I don't get offended when people call me Latino or uh, Hispanic or Mexicans a little different because I'm not Mexican. Um, I like Spaniard. That one's fun. Um, And you would
0: have to be from Mexico. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's easy. I I can do that one. That was a piece of cake.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just a culture thing. Latino, Latinx. Yeah. That's the one I don't like is the Latinx. And I'm actually yes. learning Spanish right now, and the language is yeah. a very masculine slash feminine uh, language. So like, there's la and l, and it it's uh, it, it's they're kind of gender words. Yeah. I think it's hilarious that this whole movement the the gender identity bullshit going on sorry i didn't mean to say it that way kind of do um latinx is the dumbest thing ever like embrace your hispanic culture and be latino and be latina there you go word word but anyway this movie um has freaking pedro in it
0: yeah yeah he's kind of like the main star uh you know i thought the trailer looked pretty cool uh, like the all the effects like looked really uh pretty sweet and like the glimpses of like the stories you know like they sounded very interesting, um, but I I just like how do you feel overall about anthology movies, Ryan?
1: <clears throat> it it's one of those type of movie anthologies to me is. I'm watching with a group of friends, you know, like um, all Hallow's Eve. That's a good one to like sit down with your friends and watch a couple of them. But like for myself, I don't
0: sit back and watch anthology movies. That's just um, not me. Yeah. I, 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 it's just, it's kind of weird to me is like, all right, I'm just getting short films, which I could just watch those at any time, like on YouTube. Right. Right. They really need to be put into a movie format where you get five of them. I mean, uh, I guess that's my problem. Is like I, I just don't know. Like I don't go out and like seek out like anthology movies, right? I rather just have a regular movie, uh, one story, you know, hour and a half to like two hours, and and call it a day. These anthology movies, i just like, okay, that's kind of cool. Uh, I guess it is like nice for like if you want something like it's kind of quick because I can stop, you know, mm-hmm. I finish that short. Uh, film and just like okay i'm gonna end until i have another like 15 minutes to kill you know um i just don't i just feel like we're at a new stage in our lives where we have youtube we have the internet where you can just put that out there and just show me your short films and i don't need to like see a uh Uh, Anthology of them, but I don't know. Maybe Uh, you're right. I mean, here's the thing: like
1: Netflix does a really good job with um, what is it? Love, death, and robots.
0: Yeah, like see, oh, see that would be perfect. Like do like a do a series on a streaming service, man. I'd watch that. Right? Maybe maybe this is like the beginning. Okay, so
1: what I do like about anthologies is every once in a while one of the shorts becomes a film, so it does help the producers or the directors get their, their vision out. So like all Hallows Eve spawned terrifier. And then another big one was um, uh, the trailer I put on there. Well, we talked about, but Thanksgiving,
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: So that was from uh, that? the Grindhouse. That was an anthology uh, type of movie. <clears throat>
0: well, that was a, a spoof trailer in front of a Grindhouse film.
1: <laughs> and like, even was it Machete part of that too?
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you,
1: it does create some buzz. It is a unique way. It is a very old school way. But you are right in this day and age with YouTube and and Netflix, sell it that way, dude. If we're gonna get satanic Hispanics instead of getting five of them, like get 5 this season get more directors and do another season for another 5 you know like keep yeah. it keep it a series i think would be a, i agree with you i think it's i want to go to the movies for i would go to the movies for this though i think this would be a, a like a like a mini fest you know like how we went to a festival um if i was like hey go check out these 5 movies for this festival i'd be like okay cool i'd do that but yeah. as like a theatrical release or something i don't think i would be like oh yeah need to go promote this every weekend
0: yeah i i hear you i i mean i would love to do that like at a film festival i think that'd be great um i think it works really great as a a series i think that's my preferred method but i guess there's just no right or wrong way and hey if making this anthology movie gets them the money to go and make their little their short films (laughs) you know I'm I'm on board. I guess you changed my opinion on it, Ryan.
1: <laughs> you just gotta get your name out, especially with writer strikes going on and actor strikes. And and um we'll talk about that later. Yeah. This <laughs> last one, Peter, you put this one on here. There's something in the barn. Number one, was the audio really weird for you too?
0: Uh I don't remember. Okay.
1: Um uh, Martin Star. Sorry, I was gonna say Martin Short. <laughs> <I was laughs> no. like, no, no, no. Uh so what is this?
0: Uh uh a Santa's elf in the barn? Kind of. Like it you know what it reminded me of was like rare exports. <laughs> Did you ever watch that? No. It, it reminded me like like similar to like that, that kind of style. Like you're getting like this twisted uh version of you know elves, I guess. Um I think they're elves anyways uh, that live in the barn. And uh, I mean, I like it. It's like, I mean, I, at first I was like, man, are, is it too early for these Christmas movies trailers? But uh, you know, Christmas is really like two months away. I mean, I guess two and a half. Uh, like we are so close. So I guess it makes sense. And I always enjoy a good uh, horror theme Christmas movie. So um i can't wait and it looks you know looks comical uh they got some little people get you know do some work and uh looks a lot of fun right yeah
1: if i mean if this is on a streaming service sundown
0: peter oh take it take
1: a take a look at dolly she shits on the bed. I'm keeping an eye on her. I saw a little hunch. I freaked out for a minute. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Literally. Yeah. Um, I put Thanksgiving on here. We did talk about it. I I wanted to bring this up because we don't really get many Thanksgiving movies. And let alone them being horror movies. What we got Thanksgiving with the the talking turkey but i'm glad there's a thanksgiving movie coming out i'm really happy i'm glad it's the eli roth one from the trailer same here and
0: i mean we don't have enough thanksgiving movies so it's nice to have another one to uh be able to watch in november you know
1: yeah because we were just bitching about the amount of um horror movies in october is so small like we're not getting that many
0: and uh Yeah, well and I I forgot that Saw X is coming out this week, so technically not coming out in October. It's getting a head start and coming out the the last Friday in September before October starts. So
1: um Saw X just got a um they're saying that that uh baby down bring your bring your barf bag because it's that gross really yeah damien leone was like they were comparing it to terrifier too and they're like because i'm glad to be like a, a leader in this new trend of like movies that make you sick so if saws like that i actually i'm gonna go see this saw
0: you know are you yeah i think so I'll let you uh, do that. Um, I just feel like, did we just capture like me neglecting my child and falling off the bed or something? <laughs> no, it's fine. I don't know how she fell. i just crying. Things just
1: happen. Oh, look how picturesque they are in the background, though. It is. They're best friends. <laughs> Dolly and Dolly. Dolly was like, mm, let's take a nice little selfie on the camera. Before I shit on this bed (laughs) (laughs) Did did you just capture me Neglecting much No Peter you're a very
0: good dad I just I feel like uh, I mean any parent this just happens These kids In a blink of eye they're like (laughs) Walking around and then the next thing they are They're they're face down on the floor (laughs) Uh, Uh, Yeah and then like Also it's also I think very common Where you know, super messy room. You try to keep it clean. It's just impossible. It's impossible to keep any room with kids clean. <clears throat> you know, the thing job. is, you, you don't let it get bad,
1: but you don't like make them
0: feel bad for it, you know? That's true. They're, yeah, they're too young. Uh, you wait till they're older. What? Is, is she now? making fart noises? No, she's. Doing that kind of
1: stuff That's a fart noise Oh, okay, then yes That's that's what my butt sounds like when I fart (laughs) (laughs) Like a two-stroke motorcycle trying to start Oh, man (laughs) Uh, That's it for trailers, Peter Nice, we did it Let's move on I think I need a shirt. You and I need a shirt that says bro chachos for life. Oh, that sounds fun. Um, news. news. We need shirts that say bro chachos for life. Yep. And of news <laughs> <laughs> actually big thing that happened. It finally happened. The writer's strike is over. However, the actor strike is still going on.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I guess we're halfway there to actually maybe starting back up things, but, and we're uh, living on a prayer. Yeah absolutely i mean i guess uh, what was the the piece of news Where like the the executives were like yeah i guess we'll set aside some time to actually deal with this shit <laughs> and they say true to their word i assume now that they got this out of the way they're going to focus on the the actors um but i mean it's about time dude we are we're at the end of september and this started beginning of this year right yeah. so wow and like the effects dude like i don't even think we we haven't even like felt the effects of this but we're gonna be feeling it like well i mean we have in a way but i think there's we're still gonna be affected by this for like throughout next next year too
1: yeah we it's like a recession everybody's like oh the recession's here recession's here we're not gonna feel the effects of a recession until later um, and same thing with the writer Strike. The content that's going to be had, like, what's out now was already produced. So we're not going to see any good media for a while.
0: Yeah. There's and that's going to suck. Yeah, there's going to be a lull because everyone has to get back into production, get these stories written. Well, and first off, they got to get those actors back because you can have all the stories, but if you don't have the actors... You still got problems. <laughs> so you
1: have the movie Argyle. Can't finish your story without the actors. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. So um I, well, I mean that's good news. I mean, you never want to strike. No. That happens. I was just at the hospital today and I was seeing that they're striking. Yeah. And like teachers are striking. King Supers
0: is always on strike. It's like I mean uh, I hear them. Dude, we live in a, a tough day and age, right? Everything's super expensive. And I feel like the way that inflation is going through the roof, but our wages aren't really improving. Nope. And, you know, we talked about some of the shit that uh, the uh, actors and writers were dealing with. And, yeah, quite frankly, they are getting screwed. So, you know, good on them. And, you know... People don't just strike for no reason, right? Because it affects them too. Like those people that are striking, they weren't making shit this whole time. True. And, and like the whole AI thing, where movie executives want to, like,
1: okay, we're going to pay you for your likeness and then we're just going to replicate it, like, down the road and you don't get paid for it. It's kind of bullshit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So they added that into the, in there where they can't use that stuff. So. If they make it in a
1: favor where it's like, here's your likeness, and every time it's used, we pay you for it, dude, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that will be with the actors. I mean, I'd be like, yeah, just
1: get my face, get my body, just make my junk be bigger on screen. <laughs> it's the perfect
0: um, version of myself.
1: Yeah, and and uh, and uh, feel free to do whatever you want. I don't care. Just no gay porn, <laughs> unless, unless they pay more, you know. Because I'd be like, dude, that wasn't me.
0: <laughs> Alright. <laughs> that wasn't me at all. AI, just AI. AI so,
1: gay porn. Oh my yeah. gosh.
0: But uh yeah, glad that's finally over. Ready ah. to uh get the actor strike done with and get everything back into production. Any other news, Peter? Oh my baby's crying. <laughs> <laughs> In other news,
1: my baby is crying. Hey, before we get into the um, reviews our feature presentation. We didn't touch on any news that um Dumbledore's are now dead, all of them not well. I mean,
0: <laughs> not all of them. <laughs> so, you're referring to the actors that have played Dumbledore in the past. Well, let's put it this way the older versions, because apparently Jude Law plays the younger Dumbledore in those new movies that I've never seen. Uh, So, Peter, I have a question
1: for you. Ian McKellen is not in Harry Potter? Apparently
0: not. I thought he was, too. I was alone on this. Okay. No, because he looks like it. And, I mean, dude, you could take, apparently he's Gandalf. You take Gandalf and put him in a wizard's robe. I mean, it's him. It's Dumbledore. I was I was blown away
1: in our group chat. I was like, "Wait, hold on!" Ian McKellen is not dead, and Nikki was correcting me. She goes, "Ryan, the guy's in the photo." I was like, "Yeah, but I don't know." Yeah, who is
0: the guy's name?
1: I don't know. Aaron. That's not nice. (laughs) All muggles are alive or something. What's a muggle? Michael Gambon. Michael Gambon. Dude looks just like Ian McKellen. Yes. Yes, but he does. Rest in peace, Michael Gambon. You were uh, a legend in the Harry Potter world. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um. Anything else? I'm sure he was. <laughs> oh, the King Peach. Oh, I'm sorry. Layer Cake. And nope, he was just in Harry Potter's. Hey, it's enough. Oh, it's he was enough. in Toys with Robin Williams. Ooh, nice. Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Okay, he's a Anyway, we're off the rails. Let's remove some
0: movies.
1: (laughs) Reviews! Review these movies, Peter, like what we do.
0: That's right. That is what we do. And,
1: That's what we're uh, specialists in.
0: Yeah. you can say uh,
1: Experts, expertise.
0: I mean, how many hours do you think we got? I mean, we kind of know. We got close to 300 and something hours. I mean, and how many hours do you have to be? Like 10,000 hours to be like professional?
1: Yeah, no, we're professionals for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've mean, been doing this for years. So, let's see, 327 episodes. And if we do the math on 327 times at least three hours, we have... That doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's say we do a podcast. Uh, we're about two hours, an uh, hour and a half at a time. Times, um 327, so I would do like
0: three fifty, because we remember we used to do a lot of uh double ones. Um I don't know. I think we should just what do you what do you get with your calculator? I'm getting we're doing at least
1: we've done about at least five hundred and twenty-five hours of recording. And then so each one of those, and then we're gonna do three times. Yeah, we're about 1,500 in hours of watching movies.
0: Oh, and watching movies. Okay, yeah. So we've watched (laughs) a lot of movies, dude. There's plenty of movies that I've seen that I don't even talk about, man. Like, yeah, guaranteed. We're professionals. Guaranteed. Absolutely, we're professional movie watchers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Talk about that resume. Just spice it up. You're like, uh, this one says that your wife was. has a world record for holding a beer stein for ten minutes. Yep. And you're a professional movie watcher?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Watch a lot of movies. <laughs> I my resume would be like, dude, I have an Alamo draft house pass. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, love <it. laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, I just
0: wanna say though that I did not uh my wife came and got the child. I did not just let her go somewhere else <laughs> I did not just like I'm done watching her she's good <laughs> so, For
1: the record <laughs> Yes
0: for the record For anyone watching or listening That the child is missing It's because my wife came And got her which my is my wife Thankful for yes The world champion and women's Steinholding uh, Competition <laughs> for 10 minutes 10, ten minutes. minutes Probably held it longer than Nate no nate beat us so nate and i did it afterwards you know uh nikki's husband oh i think i yeah i know him yeah that guy yeah okay we did it have you met him before
1: he's nice you know i actually met him doing a sign holding contest (laughs) that goes on your resume too peter that's right
0: i met nate during. (laughs) yeah I went to so my goal is just like I just gotta beat my wife and not be in first, a
1: competition.
0: Yeah, and not be <laughs> thank you, thank for that clarification, and not be the um <laughs> first guy out, right? That was my goal with this thing. And uh I crushed it, I did that, and um and then guys were like, "Oh man, we're going to go for like it only made it to like three eleven, three 3 minutes 11 seconds." And then like they're like, "We're going for 4 minutes." I'm like, nah, "I don't feel like doing 4 minutes." So, I'm going to put these down. I'm done. And uh that was my uh um you know, my time Steinholding. holding. So, who has a record? What was the record that day? Oh dude, I don't uh I never looked at the leaderboards, but like it was like you know, like 8 minutes, man. It was a <laughs> lot. And your wife held it for ten? No, it was a lot shorter for the women. Oh,
1: she had the record for ten minutes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she okay. was on the. I thought she one. was held it
1: for ten. And you know what? On her resume, she needs to put she held it for ten minutes because technically, that's not untrue. You are correct. You are correct. Speaking about funny resumes, um, watch a movie called Gran Turismo. Um, now we watched, uh, and I'm kicking off uh reviews right now. i sorry, I just kind of barged in, but uh, that's how you do it. We saw this trailer, oh, what uh, March, and we were like, wait a minute, they're making a movie about a video game. How are they gonna make this good based you know, on a true story? <laughs> based on a true story, based off a video <laughs> game. Um, this movie was so self aware of it, and uh. I have come here today to say it was actually really good. Really? I enjoyed this movie Um, based off a real life events where um, a Nissan executive um, put out to do a competition for Gran Turismo um, uh, uh, players to actually compete into a GT competition where Nissan would basically groom them to be race car drivers and it worked and the let me get some names on here the premise is and it might be a little hollywood church it up kind of thing but uh uh the kid names over here oh by, as i get names this movie was directed by neil Blomkamp, who was a uh, district nine so dude i love his movies he does a really good job um uh, he did his camera work is phenomenal in this. Um, you, you feel the sounds of the engine, dude. I had my my AirPod Max headphones on to watch this movie because it was late night, and dude, I was getting great sound from there from the cars, from the music. This has good music on it. Um, the acting was okay. I, the best one, of course, is David Arbor. He's a fantastic actor. Orlando Bloom was good. He just kind of popped in and out. My surprise actor, actress on this one was Jerry Hallowell, was in this. Who? Spice Girl. A Spice Girl was there? A Spice Girl, the Redhead.
0: Oh, which was she? Sporty Spice? No. She was Ginger Spice. G- oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> uh,
1: so, okay. Archie Madokwe is Madokwe, I think, is his name. As Jen. Martin Borough, real life driver, um, GT Academy, beat 90,000 entrants. So, this is a story of how he became an actual GT um, race car driver. Uh, dude, dude, didn't even have his driver's license. He learned how to drive just playing Gran Turismo. Clocked many, many hours of driving on Gran Turismo.
0: Dude, I call bullshit on that. I don't know. I know this is based on a true story, but I just feel like, oh, unless. Did he have like the whole like set up right with the, the pedals and the steering wheel? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then I take it back. And funny enough,
1: you know, I watched this movie the other day and I got a call from a, a local company that specializes in race car sims that want to team up with my business. I'm actually going to meet with them tomorrow. Uh-huh. And I was like, I was, I had this meeting. And I was, I was laughing. I was like, and he goes, what's funny. I said, I just watched Gran Turismo and what you're describing is that entire movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was like, oh, "Oh yeah, do I need to watch it?" I was like, "Yeah, you'll understand why I'm I'm smirking right now."
0: Yeah, but I, I want to th- say though why I called bullshit on that is just because uh, I got kids, they got a permit, we stuck them behind the wheel, <laughs> and they play all kinds of video games and car games, and they didn't know shit. So that's why I had to clarify. Like, did he really have like? You know, maybe if he actually, I don't know. Is that what we need to do now? Do we need to start giving kids uh, the the video game steering wheel with the, the pedals and everything so they can actually learn how to drive? Because using just the controllers, you know, I thought there'd be some good, you know, hand-eye coordination and, you know, they would kind of get the basics of driving. Totally no. different. Yeah, it is totally different. He didn't know shit. Yeah. So... Like,
1: yes, I I think that's the way that we need to go is get simulators where um, you actually get forced feedback because that was my biggest concern when I would play racing games. I had no connection to the car whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So, dude, I would, like, have ungodly amounts of speed and I'd just drive that car right off the side of the track and I'd be like, oh, well, that was lame, and I'd be done with it. <laughs> because I consequences. D- <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's the point of this movie is <laughs> these other race car teams are like, how are you going to teach this kid actual, the actual feel of the car behind the screen as an eSIM player? And that was, the, that was the biggest challenge throughout this movie for Nissan to prove that. And David Arbor to prove that this kid can be an actual um, driver based off what he learned on Gran Turismo. And yes, he did have the wheel. He did have the pedals. And that technology is getting better and it's getting more lifelike. And I can report tomorrow because um, I'll have experience playing one tomorrow. Um, but they have like uh, four axis simulators where like you're going to feel the same kind of turn with you and break response and stuff like that. So my, my thing with this movie was they made it seem like it just happened where that technology is here now. But this happened when the PS3 was popular and that technology yeah. wasn't there. So I think there was a little bit more to get Jan, or his name is Jan. I'm sorry, not Jan. Jan to uh, learn to be an actual race car driver besides just be, being behind the wheel. They, I think the little movie Magic, like they made it seem like he understood the car but needed just a little fine tuning. I think Nissan really just gave him the full-on, this is how you drive a car and use his skills from Gran Turismo following the line, determining the speed and, and memorizing the track as a basis to um, enhance
0: his skills. Um, yeah. Besides there's the there's tech- something to that, I, you know, I, yeah. I doing, I mean, that's what he was doing on the, the video game is you're doing a simulation kind of like not as advanced, but you're also learning the track. Like, yeah. So it's, that's interesting. So I, I, I like the concept. I mean, it was a very interesting yeah. movie in that in that manner,
1: where it was like, "Wait a minute, did they really do this?" And the movie at the end is like, "Here's the real life people." Uh, Jan was the stunt driver for the actor. Like, yes, this oh, really happened. So that's cool. Um, and dude, just it had the the number one thing a lot of people were kind of a uh, weary about with this movie was um, if it just felt too much like Gran Turismo, the video game they did do aspects of like where they changed the view where it looked like a video game. Um, But the way that they added the grand Turismo feel to it was they did a very stylized camera on the cars and they did all the menu button scenes like throughout the movie, they just kind of sprinkled them in. So, but they did it in a way where it wasn't annoying. It was just kind of like one of those, huh? Like uh, the first time I played it, I thought my PlayStation was on and I was like, well, (laughs) Nope. Okay. Not my PS. Excuse me, not my PS five.
0: Is this like in like real life events, like when he's like really racing like they did this or Yeah,
1: and like little scenes here and there where they're going into different rooms or they're in um they'll they'll do random like PlayStation sounds. It's kinda cool. But it's not like over the top though It's not over the top It's not annoying Even even the heads up display and stuff Okay one was kind of dumb where it felt like Need for speed where he's evading the cops And it says like cops evaded That never happened in Gran Turismo Like you didn't evade the cops in Gran Turismo
0: Yeah so this is just Oh this is a video game movie So we need to put video game aspects in it Like (laughs) Here's the thing Like I'm glad that's not too over the top that does sound really stupid, though, with the whole like cops are evaded. Uh, but like <clears throat> you don't need to do that. Just because yeah. you're based off a of video game doesn't mean you have to put video game aspects into it. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it. It seemed like they did a, a way to kind of like remind you that this was a video game movie. And you're right, it, this movie was so good on its own. It didn't need to remind you that it was a video game movie. Yeah, that makes sense. So. um Hey, if you have a good sound system, and turn off the lights, and if you just like to hear the sounds of a car um track, I like racing movies because I feel like filmmakers do a really good job focusing on the sounds of the the tires, the the engine, the exhaust, the um, the racing sounds, like and how aggressive it is. But it could be a very good style you know Um, yeah this movie does a good job at it so i recommend it man i mean i was weary at first when i saw the trailer and i thought it was gonna be stupid but i would highly recommend watching this movie
0: all right well cool ryan i will have to check that out glad to hear that it wasn't a a shit show on that i (laughs) watched um uh, this movie called it stains the sand red uh, this is, I believe, from 2016. Yeah, 2016. You know, like, this is very indie movie. Um, like, it's not even rated. Uh, like, really, there's only, like, a handful, like like, people actually in this movie. Um, no one that I know of. Uh, but they all did a really good job with it. Um uh real fast, just the, the director. Like I think he's done other stuff that I've liked. It's Colin Minium. Minihan Minion. Minion? Minion? I don't know if it's Minion. Minion. That's, that's cool. Uh, uh wait, he was a
1: director of Carly J. Ruspin's Curiosity video. Looks like
0: it. Oh my gosh, that's my favorite music video. <laughs> yeah. Uh but he also did grave encounters. <laughs> Mm-hmm. uh which that's a fun movie if you haven't seen that uh extraterrestrials that's also a good one and i don't, i haven't seen this what keeps you alive uh which i bet is also pretty good um but uh this is a like i said very indie movie the premise is um this is a post zombie uh, apocalypse apocalypse you said it right <laughs> yeah and then i changed it are you okay uh, uh, i've been practicing <laughs> um, i'm
1: learning spanish you're learning how to say apocalypse that's right <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh and uh the the main girl uh kind of like she's uh Troubled woman is what how they describe her. Like she's you know on drugs, getting drunk. They're trying to, her and her man, I guess, are like trying to get to this airport to like escape like Las Vegas. Um, uh, but the oh, what happens? Oh, she has to stop because she's like too drunk, she has to throw up. So they pull over and get out of the car, and then there's this one lone zombie that's just coming up the street, you know, totally deserted in, in like Nevada. It's just kind of slowly going. This is not, these are not fast zombies at all. This is just a really slow zombie in a suit, long hair, just coming up. And, and then like the, the guy is like, Oh, like all freaked out and everything takes out his gun. You know, he's high too on all these drugs and tries to shoot the zombie to take care of him And, and, uh, thought he he did it um and then as they're like well actually then they um uh did not kill the zombie zombie that gets up on them so they race into the car like for safety and and i'm not gonna lie i I tried watching this a few years ago and i turned it off at this point because this took forever (laughs) So, so that's the whole beginning. Like, there's a one zombie. These two people are afraid of it. They hop in a car. They—that's how they have protection. And it's just them. Like, where's the zombie? Where's the zombie? And like, maybe this takes about—I don't know—fifteen minutes or something. Which, for, for whatever reason, at my time—the time in my life—I was like, that's too long. This is taking way too long to get into this, and I gave up on it. <clears throat> and then one, I think Sunday afternoon when I was all by myself and football wasn't going on and I uh, was watching all these zombie movies and this movie just happened to start playing after I just watched Dawn of the Dead hmm. and I made it past this one I made it past that part uh, basically they, they get out of the car and and the zombie gets the guy so now it's just the chick on her own and and also um for whatever reason, like the keys to the car are gone. Like she cannot take the car. It's like, that'd be pretty easy. Right. So now it's turned into like this whole, like survivor survival movie with this girl. Who's, you know, like, like looking like a a hooker, you know, in high Hills walking through the desert, trying to survive. And, and this is when it got really interested, interesting for me at this point. And like, like, and they did such a good job Uh, getting you invested with the character. Um, You know, they do enough where it's still entertaining. Like the zombie comes back into the picture and uh, is, is continues to chase her, even though he's so super slow, but he's just determined. Like he, you know, he has the scent of her and actually the zombie kind of becomes its own character throughout this film, but they stay true to, you know, like, like who the zombie is, you know, basically, like you know, hey, it's just a dumb zombie, right? Right. Um, and then uh, it also turns into like the fact, like how she, you know, again is surviving. She like utilizes the zombie for her benefit, which is also like interesting. It's things that I've haven't really seen before in a movie, and they did it in a very interesting way. Uh, obviously, there's other people that come and go throughout the movie, you know, pretty much, you know, you're in a, a zombie uh, apocalypse where, you know, these people are not good people, right. They're all trying to take advantage. Yeah.
1: Nobody is. in a yeah. zombie apocalypse.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so how, her, how she gets out of these situations and then you get to learn more about her story and everything, her, her background. And, and then it, it, almost turns into a whole nother story kind of like at the very, very end, which I wasn't expecting either. Um, where she's off and, uh, you know, saving people. Hmm. Um, you know, I don't, I I think if you watch it, it's kind of easy to guess. Like when I just watched it, like, I mean, I guess you'll know more because of how I described it. But when I watched it, I was like, you, you know, like, where is this going? And are they really going to do that? I just thought the movie was just going to end. It does not just end like they could totally do a continuation with it because it's a pretty cool backdrop of just zombies. But, uh, you know, like I said, this is like extremely low budget. Uh, really there's just, it's her and a zombie for most of this film. And so that's really one person talking and the other one just making grunt noises.
1: As we should be
0: communicating, as we talked earlier. That's true. grunt noises and and random screams. It works. You get your way. You can (laughs) communicate that way. (laughs) Uh, I will say, the guy that played the zombie, uh, he did like... Like, his facial expressions, like, dude, like, you... You know, he just did a great job. His name is Juan uh Redinger, readinger readinger' <laughs> know but he he crushed it, man, I thought he did such a great job as uh this zombie uh and and like and staying true to it, you know um very impressed by it, loved the makeup did a lot of fun stuff in the desert and with you know sand and everything and and it it's once i it's kind of funny like the very beginning which is probably the, to me was the dullest point, which, you know, looking back, like, Oh, I guess it wasn't that dull. Uh Like it, it just turned in this totally different movie that I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting this for a survival movie. Um And because it was so low budget, right. They got to take a lot of liberties, right. How it ended. Like, again, I wasn't expecting it. you, you do get a complete story for her character, but even then, like it could totally continue on. And and keep on following her because she's, you know, she's a badass. So, um, I believe it's on Peacock right now if you want to check it out. But It Stains the Sand Red was quite the uh, unexpected gem. That's mm, how I'd describe okay. it. Yeah. I uh, Like I said, the first time I ever tried watching it, I gave up on it because I was like this seems dumb. You know, like it was such a weird thing just with the the one zombie, I'm like, come on. I want, I want at least 10 zombies. Right. Right. Um, Yeah. But they, they did it. They execute very well. And uh, I highly recommend it. So
1: I like that because you went from not being interested to in this movie to recommending it. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that means
0: give it a chance. Don't judge a, dvd by its cover absolutely or the first like 15 minutes so hey that first 15 minutes has to be a sell for me dude but i hear you and that's what i'm saying like this one at the time did not get me and and then the second time around i'm like all right i'm gonna keep on going and i might have you know what now that I think about it, I think Ellie was sleeping on me, so that's why I couldn't move. So that's part of the reason why I made it past the intro. <laughs> if
1: if you are having a hard time watching a movie, put a baby to sleep on your chest. Yeah, You can't move, and
0: you're forced to watch it. Dude, I watch so many movies that way. And now she doesn't really do that as much. So um, I don't watch as many movies I can move around now. So... Um. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just something food for thought, I guess. I you like know, it.
1: Babies well, make you watch movies. Babies, and sometimes when you watch movies, you make babies. That's
0: true. Very it's true. Netflix and chill. That's right. All <laughs> um, right. Time for our last segment. Let's knock it out of the park, Peter.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh! oh. Making babies.
1: <laughs> oh God. Oh. I'll have what she's having. Yeah, you will, Rob Reiner's mom.
0: <laughs> anyway, um I'm trying um, to think of uh something to recommend. Actually I got one. Okay. I, I got one. Go um first. I haven't actually finished this, but the short amount that I watched, it was actually really good at this documentary. And that documentary is Kelsey the the documentary on Jason Kelsey the center for the Philadelphia Eagles Travis Kelsey's older brother and uh it was it was cool it was kind of like similar to like quarterback you know where you get to see behind the scenes of like what it takes and what it's like to be uh you know an NFL player and what the home life is like 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 it was it was interesting to see the you know, especially after, like, a big loss, like, how it affected him, you know? Oh, so this was after the Super Bowl, huh? Uh, I think there is stuff after the Super Bowl. But actually, this is – at least the parts that I was watching was um, during the regular season leading up to the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. they, I guess he had some struggles uh, in a couple games where he was just totally off, you know? And, and it was interesting just to see, like, not only did it – you know, affect affected him on the field, it affected him at home too, right? Like he was just like a, a shadow of himself, probably just in his head. Like, why do I suck so bad? Um, But yeah, Kelsey on Amazon Prime. It was uh, well, the parts that I watched, I thought pretty, pretty cool. And Travis Kelsey is, is in it quite a bit. Uh, I was kind of shocked by that. So they're really capitalizing on all this, uh, you know, podcasting. <laughs> Which I guess that's another recommendation. I really do enjoy their podcasts. Uh um The Kelsey brothers? Yeah. Really? Yeah. At first I hated it because I thought Travis Kelsey was a douchebag. And then the more I listened, I was like, oh man, I I'm enjoying this. They're pretty funny. They're very entertaining. And uh uh and again, I like hearing about their side of what they think of the NFL. So, um, but why can't I think of New Heights? That's what it's called. Podcast is called New Heights. So, but you know, it's not the number one podcast in the universe or anything. But, no, uh, you know, babies don't like their podcast. That's right. They don't. Actually, that's kind of funny is that you can hear Jason's kids in the background all the time during the podcast. Like they're just, you know, screaming and doing stuff all the time. So, uh, you know, it. it's kind of cool, too. Like, you get to see, uh, you know, it's his personal life. He's, oh, real he's life. recording. Like, I want him to go record in his kids' rooms, huh? Let's see how messy those <laughs> rooms are. That'd be pretty funny. Yeah. Just
1: recording in a new uh, uh, room area. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's see, Peter. Can I do something non-wrestling related? seems like that's all you've been doing the past like week <laughs> did you watch wrestlers on um netflix no have you yeah is it good it's good um uh, that style of documentary has been done before like like it, dude it's like the real life hills which uh hills was just cancelled um mm. after two seasons which sucks because the cliffhanger is at stephen Mill like can't feel his legs after doing a move he's been trying to do. So like a lot more to that, but hopefully someone picks it up. Peacock. Hey, you guys have wrestling on your network.
0: Like maybe pick it up. Um, maybe you just know, like that's the end of that story because he can't move anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you that, No, that was the end? It was just that he's just laying on the mat and he can't feel his legs. Yeah. He's We're paralyzed in the story. End of story. <laughs> so, <laughs> Spoiler okay. alert. But, yeah. Um, uh wrestlers is cool it's about ovw which is the, the ohio valley wrestling organization where so one thing to learn about like a lot of people when they think wrestling is just wwe but there's so many different territories in the united states and that's how it started too was there were territories and um Ohio Valley is one of the longest running ones. Um it's run by Al Snow, which is an ex-professional wrestler, but it, it shows the struggles of them financially, them trying to get um ticket sales, pay-per-view events, and keep the wrestlers in order. And dude, wrestling uh wrestlers are a different breed. They're like a mix of redneck, but a little crazy. But um are fix when they're not getting their adrenaline fixed by wrestling they're looking for their next fix. A lot of wrestlers have <clears throat> addiction problems and uh, you see that with a couple of them in here and you see that like they have to kind of find a balance dude. Uh, it's interesting cause it is a documentary, but like I said, it's, it's, you've seen it before, you know, like you, you see it in heels. You'll see it in uh vice had one where they follow different wrestling federations across the world and, so it's very similar, but it's pretty cool to see like the behind the scenes of a small organization and how some of these talents move up to the big ranks. Um, I hope they get another season. Um, I think it did good for Ohio Valley wrestling and in 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 this world. Like, dude, I went to two events just uh, in the past two weeks. One of them had almost 12,000 people in it. And it was packed, and it was energetic. And then I went to one last night where there were maybe three thousand people. Yeah. Um. So, so it's it's a whole nother world, you know. You were talking about the football world with the Kelsey's and their day to day and their daily life and and their real people, and then you get to see that side with professional wrestlers, and I think that's pretty cool.
0: That um, is cool. I I mean, uh, we I think we talked about it before, right? Carter and Carter's dad are really into uh, wrestling and. I didn't know, like, there's so many, like, different, uh, I guess, I don't know what you call it, like, leagues or whatever. Like, here in Colorado, and, like, a lot of them, they come and go, you know, like, they get started, they'll have a few shows, and they just kind of disappear. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a following for it. It's, it's kind of cool. Like, I would love to see, well, I need to watch the show first, but I think it'd be cool to follow – like there's so many other ones out there that you can follow and see just their struggles right yeah you know you and can go even smaller than probably what they what that ohio one is what's crazy is how much they've bounced around like al snow was a big
1: name back in the attitude era and um where he's at now like he's just kind of comfortable just like he, he could tell you know who he reminds me of Who's that evan yeah. He reminds me of Evan a hundred percent. Like he knows his industry, but in a way, he just kind of has this like stance on it where you can't change his mind. But it, just his mannerisms and the way he talks with people, like he comes off friendly, but at the same time, he's just like, "Yeah, I know, I'm good." But he he reminds me of Evan a lot, um, which is a good thing because Al Snow is a very respectable kind of likable guy. You know, so is Evan. We miss yeah. you, Evan. Yeah, we hopefully do. you listen to this podcast. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> um but yeah, it's it's it you're right. It is interesting to see the the struggles and how they put on promotions and how they get it out and promote it on the radio and through flyers and through uh whatever media there is, because um you're watching multi billion dollar companies just put out tweets that just blow up and the grassroots side is still a very much a struggle. Yeah. So cool crazy to see it. and i like that about this social media life this i i like that social media has finally given us an inside view of real life like the the um, travis hunter with cu mm-hmm. and all the sanders like you get to see their lifestyle outside of football yeah and it's pretty cool to see it this time around because you get a good feel of like how genuine it is or how produced it is like some of the stuff seems very very produced with um shiloh and and dion and and travis hunter but then there's a side of it where you're like that was pretty cool yeah and they're just they're kids you know travis hunter is just a kid dude like all he wants to do is play video games stream and go fishing and uh go to main event bowling and it's it's cool so um that's that's my recommendation wrestlers and follow your athletes follow your favorite athletes so they could give you an insight on their life that they're real people too.
0: That's true. We're
1: Not just dating, uh, fucking Taylor Swift.
0: Yeah, um, I mean that's why I like the documentaries.
1: <laughs> see, if, see, it's going to be interesting if they do Kelsey too, and it's going to be the month of Taylor Swift. Do you think? <laughs> yeah. Do you think that's just a marketing ploy that both of them are doing?
0: Ah. Uh... I don't know. I don't think it's going to lead to anything, but, uh, (laughs) like, so they talk about on the podcast and like, you know, he just basically says like, you know, Hey, don't really want to talk that much about it. I'll mention this, but you know, want to keep it personal and we'll leave it at that. So, um, we'll see what comes of it. Right. I don't, who fucking cares? You know, I just, the funniest things I've seen with is just the whole like explaining to like uh the swifties or whatever like this is football <laughs> and like they would explain like the rules of football and at the very bottom it was like and everyone fucking hates the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> so, <laughs> so so some you know, fun
1: stuff has come from it. It's uh, Swifties. Someone needs to do a documentary on Swifties because they really just show how in tune they are with Taylor Swift
0: and real world doesn't exist to them. That's it's the weirdest thing. I you know, there's a Taylor Swift documentary out there. It's actually pretty interesting. She's uh pretty legit. So I guess that's another recommendation. Uh but Ryan, we gotta wrap it up. I need to go get the kid. Um it's been real. It's been, it's been fun. fun. Yeah, it's been real fun. You gotta peek into my personal life and what I deal with every day with the children and the the messiness and the dog and the cats and the yeah. I love it though. I hey, do love it. I wouldn't change it. Yeah, you know, I, mean,
1: I I I give a little bit of myself every single time we do this epi- uh, episodes, and
0: absolutely. um, you guys
1: learned that I I went to a uh, an event by myself. I've never done that before. Yeah, and if you don't love yourself, where you spend enough time with yourself, then you can't really love anybody else. Oh man, so
0: true. And on that note, pew pew out, motherfuckers. Pew pew out. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) 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 Turo's giving me a look right now. He's like, You're a mess. (laughs) You're a fucking mess, Dad.